Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my dear friend. Oh, I hope you're well. What are you grateful for today? One of the things I have found myself to be incredibly grateful for are things like creature comforts. I'll give you an example, air conditioning. (laughs) It's been pretty hot and I'm not, I refuse to complain. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm simply observing, right? And as I observe how incredibly hot it has been as of late, I'm also very appreciative and grateful for the modern comforts and technologies of things like air conditioning. And furthermore, really grateful to have the means to be able to provide that for myself and for my family and those I love. So I think it's important to take opportunity to really stop and observe and feel, feel on every level, the appreciation and the gratitude for the things that we have that we don't notice we miss until we don't have it again. So I'm especially appreciative because my air conditioning broke for over 24 hours and it was 88 degrees in my home. And, you know, it gets much, much hotter than that in people's homes and in other places. I just could definitely tell the difference. And so it it prompted me to again launch into this practice of finding many things each and every day, many things that we are grateful for. So let's do this together now. Let's find three things. What's the one thing right off the top of your head that you can acknowledge that you are incredibly grateful and appreciative for right now? Awesome. What's another? Maybe take a look around. Notice anything? Notice what you notice. And I invite you to say a great big, huge thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And how about one more thing? Very good. Doesn't it feel good to acknowledge? And maybe that one more thing is inspiring and sparking a series of other things, much like that thing that you found to be grateful and appreciative for. One of the things that I think is true is that the more we find appreciation and gratitude, the more reason we have to find appreciation and gratitude. It's like it wants to find us. And I totally love that. All right, a couple of things I want to just chat with you about today. That was one of them. I just wanted to do an appreciation noticing or observation exercise with you. I just think it's imperative to finding more deeper places of joy in our lives. And then I wanted to, a couple of things, just thank you again for subscribing to this podcast. Every time there's a new one, you'll get a notification, and I am trying to put one out daily. Um, I don't make every single day, but I'm doing my best. And then also, if you could rate it, that will help others find us. And if they like the content, they can share it too. If you like the content, I really encourage you to share. And I am, again, so appreciative that you do. A lot of other people are finding it as a result of you, my friend, sharing it. So thank you for that. Uh, I did chat a few episodes ago about a partnered company that I've been friends with. I know the owners. I appreciate their work. They are a whole food supplements company. If you are at all interested in anything like that, I'm just going to tell you the name of the company and give you a promo code. So my family and I, we do take whole food supplementation liquid form. Seems to be the most assimilable, the most 
effective way for us to receive our nutrients. Doesn't have to, you know, pre-digest or break apart a capsule or anything like that or a caplet. You know, your digestive system has to get involved in all of that, but to have it in liquid form seems to be incredibly helpful, especially, and this is key, especially for my special needs son, because he is so tactile sensitive that try, I, I just wouldn't want him swallowing things. We had issues with what's called pica early on when he was a baby, and which meant he would just put lots of different kinds of things in his mouth. So for that reason, I never wanted him to practice swallowing tablets or capsules or pills or anything like that. So anything that can be in a liquid form that's good for him, I am in. This is all liquid whole food supplementation and it is clean. It is non-GMO. It is brilliant. It's aneva.com. If you're interested and you ever find anything there you like, I do have a $10 off your first order coupon code. I think it's an order of $20 or more. So it's aneva.com, E-N-I-V-A.com. Coupon code is pure health. Pure Health, P-U-R-E-H-E-A-L-T-H, all one word. Pure Health is your coupon code. All right, let's get into my conversation with my grandmother. I don't have it edited yet. I will in a day or two, and I will, of course, send it to you when I do. But something has stuck with me, and I, I it's really kind of messing with me in a way. And so I want to chat with you about it. When I was talking with her and she agreed for me to record our beautiful conversation, this is my 97-year-old grandmother, I asked her some things about life and I asked her what kind of wisdom she would like to share. And I asked her about some of the tough times she's experienced and I asked her when she experienced those tough times, I asked her something as it relates to faith. Did you ever question the process? Did you ever question God? And she said, oh no, no as though she couldn't. And so she, she expanded on that a little bit. You will hear that in the interview. But after that conversation, and it was a lovely, beautiful conversation, I'm going to let you in on a secret, by the way. My grandmother has this certain special je ne sais quoi. Right? Like she's, she dresses beautifully. Her hair is always done. She's always wearing jewelry. She's just the it girl. She's got it going on. And along those lines, she always wants to appear at the top of her game. So even when she knew that I was recording our conversation, I was hoping that it would be very organic. And it it really was. But I could also tell, I could tell that she was being a little cautious and she was being a little more professional than... Mm, I'm not going to say honest, but but she was going to really make sure that she encouraged people and that she did not leave space for you or I to question our faith in any way, shape or form ever. Not an option. No space for that. So even in talking about the hard times, uh, her admonition was you have to keep the faith. You have to keep the faith. Did you ever waver? No. Have to keep the faith. Just it's so important to pray and keep faith. Okay. And While she has done that over the course of her decades on this planet, and she has done it well, she prays more than anyone else I've ever known. And she prays for everyone in her family and around the world. She prays for politics, world peace, the end of world hunger, you name it. My grandmother has prayed for it and continues to pray for it daily. But it struck me that she could not and would not allow for any type of questioning that is profound. That's profound. Now, afterward, I had a conversation with my aunt who was there as well. And I said, you know, 
I'm sharing a bit of a different message. I think if we're going to be honest in our relationships and our most imperative relationship with our creator, if we don't have periods where we question things, how will answers come? Yeah. And if you don't ever question something, will, will you ever get an answer? If you just continue to do things and say, this is what it is, and that's so and such, and so be it, um, I'm not sure that I personally would be able to continue to learn and grow the way I have in certain arenas. I think a lot of that came, some tensile strength in some arenas, you know, you just gain grit in things that you do because you have practice and you've you've asked the hard questions and you've gotten answers or you've done the hard things and you have gained the results. So I like questioning and frankly, I like honesty. I have gone to God many times and said, what in the hell is this? And I don't think God minds. And I don't think that the Holy Spirit is offended when I ask. In fact, I think the Holy Spirit, I think all knowledge, remember, the knowledge of truth, all truth. If we came to all truth outside of truth, what would our relationship be? If I put a smile on my face and said, you know, gee, Lord, this thing really sucks, but you know what? You know better than I do. So like, oh, well, I would be disingenuous. I would be totally dishonest. And is that honorable to God? If God sees and knows my heart and I pretend I don't ever have hard questions or upset times as it relates to the things I see and I don't understand, how much do I actually trust the God I claim to trust if I can't trust him with my hard questions? doesn't seem genuine, doesn't seem real. Frankly, it doesn't seem like the kind of relationship I want. I want better out of my human relationships. You better believe I want much better out of my spiritual relationships. So I am for questioning. And I am for, in all honesty, saying, I don't get this. I don't even know if I'll ever get this. Can you help me? This doesn't look just. This doesn't look right. Hey, how do you feel about this particular issue? What are you doing about this particular thing and this particular issue? Um, does this anger you as much as it angers me? Does this grieve your heart? Are you enraged by the fact that this is happening to your beloved or your children or your creatures or your creation? Or here's the thing, you'll get answers when you ask. What does scripture say? If you are a believer in or a subscriber to or a reader of scripture, then surely you know. Ask and you receive. Knock and the door shall be open unto you. So there must be some space there for asking. Wasn't it Jacob who wrestled? I'm still curious about that. What was that? Wrestled with God? What? Wrestled. It doesn't say chatted with. It doesn't say... It doesn't say laid himself out prostrate in front of and yield. It says wrestled with God over a specific issue. Well, wrestling must be part of some process somewhere then. And by the way, I think at the end of it all, he may have incurred a lesson, a.k.a., I don't know, an injury, something, a mark, a marker. But didn't he come away with something significant as a result? 
So here's what I want to invite you into today. If you've got the questions, ask. If they're hard, it's okay. When you start asking questions, answers come. When you start knocking, doors open. And processing something that is difficult is imperative, imperative. So rather than shrugging your shoulders and painting on a smile when something strange or bizarre happens, I'm asking and I'm inviting you into leaning into that because it's okay to. I've done it and I'm still, I'm still here to talk about it and share that and impart that and even tell you that there's beauty in it. There, there's beauty in shedding tears before your maker because you are frustrated and angry. And the love, the support, the comfort that will come in the form of the unseen, but also your creator will bring to you others who will say something, do something, pray something that will support you in those times in very unexpected and beautiful ways as well. If we don't ever reach those hard places, we're not even allowing for those kinds of incredible opportunities. And boy, do we grow. Boy, do we learn. Boy, do we stretch. When we understand that we don't have answers, we want them. We may never see them on this side. And yet, it's okay to ask. That's what curious people do. That's what people who want to know do. That's what people who seek, first and foremost, above all things, wisdom. Isn't that a high call? Seek and ask for above and beyond all things, first and foremost, ask for what? Wisdom. Why? Because good things come with wisdom. Discernment comes with wisdom. The ability to make wise choices can come with wisdom. The ability to give the good word at the right time can come with wisdom. Strength can come from wisdom. So as things come up, go ahead and process. It's okay to. I know that there are generations told not to and suck it up and don't cry and stiff upper lip and don't say this and whatever you do, just don't do that. The reality is our bodies always know our bodies keep score. There's a book called Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. Fascinating book. There's also a book called The Body Keeps the Score. I don't remember the authors, forgive me, but if you Google them, you'll find them. There are many, many, many books and writings and even scientific literature based on how emotions are lie alive. They're, they're, it's a form of energy inside of us in our bodies, and it can be measured even in tissue. Words can be measured, you know this, for frequency. And the same happens with emotions. Energy in motion emotion. So if we don't process and release emotion, what happens? Where does it get stuck? Yeah, it gets stuck in your body. And where is it going to vibrate? Maybe a place where there's already a little bit of inflammation or that is not well oxygenated or that uh, maybe you've held other things in the past and it's kind of your collecting place inside of your body for those types of things. And one thing that I have observed as well is that There are people who have been raised in generations where we keep this stiff upper lip and you just keep on going, soldier, come on, Christian soldier, move on, move forward. And they're in pain, chronic pain. Like their bodies are keeping the score at some point from not processing or not being honest or not speaking or communicating or saying or feeling the things that come up as human beings having a very 
strange and human experience, spiritual beings rather, having a very human experience and expecting our nervous systems to collect and process everything that happens here without dealing, just not designed that way because our bodies are holding on to it. Inflammation, chronic pain, dis-ease. And so while that was a thought process, I don't know that that serves anybody very well. It doesn't seem to from a physical standpoint, because again, your body has to process it somehow. And if you're not going to process it verbally, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, then it may process physically. And that can manifest in ways that are not beneficial or comfortable or healthy, frankly. So, so it's good and it's okay. Something happens, we process it emotionally, think about it, where am I feeling this in my body? Breathe through it, acknowledge it, say what it is, say how it's making you feel and release it. Then ask the questions. What's happening here? What are the lessons? Who are my teachers? And by the way, maker of heaven and earth and all things above and beneath the earth, you who slung the cattle on a thousand hills, do you think you can handle my frustrated emotion today? <laughs> I mean, isn't that laughable? Isn't it laughable that we acknowledge the God, the maker? What do we even call? God isn't even a big enough word. The creator of all and all in all. You think he's going to get ticked off because you had a sideways emotion about something? Really? Maybe, just maybe, the creator of all things is bigger than that and can handle a little more than we lend credit to. So I invite you into a deeper, more intimate relationship by being honest, allowing yourself to process, allowing yourself to question and stand back and be prepared to receive. And it is good. Thank you, my friend, for sharing time with me again today. I so value the fact that you and I have the sacred space together. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. And I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.